You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, March 8th. Did you know that March is Women's Her Story Month? The UC San Diego Women's Center is hosting a series of engaging events celebrating women and their accomplishments. Head over to women.ucsd.edu to find the Women's Her Story Month calendar for more information. And speaking of celebrating accomplishments, the application and nomination process for the UC Tech Awards is now open and submissions are due by May 1st. Go to ucop.questionpro.com to complete your application or to nominate a colleague. Don't hesitate to reach out to its-communications at ucsd.edu if you need help with your application. Oh, and one more Women's Her Story side note before I move on. The UC Tech Operational Excellence Award is named after IT Services' own Mojgan Amini. We're proud that this prestigious award was named in her honor. And it would not be a March podcast if I did not remind you to register if you have not already for Process Palooza at the end of this month. A great way to spend your workday at the end of March with your colleagues learning about continuous improvement and celebrating all of the ways that our organization has integrated the Kaizen mindset into our working processes. Head over to processpalooza.ucsd.edu to register, learn more, see the sessions that we have going, and while you're at it, look for us on Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn. We are at Process Palooza at all the social media channels, which will be much more active this month, starting a couple of days ago, really. And I look forward to seeing you at that conference. By the way, the massive podcast crossover event has now completed. You can listen to my conversation over at the Just In Time Cafe podcast, hosted by Tracy O'Rourke and Elizabeth Swan by heading over to jitcafe.com, that's J-I-T-Cafe.com, and listen to my really fun conversation with them all about Process Palooza and my own perspectives as a former contestant. If you have not already, the first part of that crossover event happened right here on the current podcast last week with my interview with Tracy O'Rourke, so you can listen to that as well. But in the meantime, over to Mark Herzberger, who caught up with Ashley McMullen. This is Mark Herzberger, Communications Manager in IT Services. Today, we are joined by Ashley McMullen. She is a Document Management Configuration Administrator. Ashley, welcome to the pod. How are you? Hey, Mark. <laughs> Hello, I'm great. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. And uh, I, I have no doubt you have made many wonderful contributions to IT Services in your few years. But I'm going to start the interview going back in time a little, and it's uh, something I wanted to close the loop on. The astute listener of the podcast might remember we had Paul Yellen as a guest back in the fall, and he was telling me that when he was in college in Colorado, he had a college job, and he worked with somebody then who ended up 
lo these many years working in IT services, that person was you. So what did you and Paul Yellen do back in college? Yeah, um, we we both worked as bouncers at the Boulder Theater, uh, which is a historic theater on Pearl Street uh, that opened in the early 1900s. Uh, so it's gorgeous. We were both going to University of Colorado Boulder. Um, Ed walked in there to see if they had any positions at the box office and the manager actually he said, no, but we have some openings for security guard. And I did a little giggle, like, yeah, okay. And started walking out and he said, no, I was sexually serious. So it turns out that randomly, Paul and I realized that we had both worked at the Boulder Theater years ago. So this was 2007. Mm. And now we're on the same uh, team in ITS, um, Document and Case Management. What went into being a bouncer, as you, as you term it, at this theater? Oh, uh, a lot of smiling, I would say. So I was, I was pretty good at that. <laughs> um, and then, it, yeah, just uh, making sure everyone was doing what they needed to do, um, taking tickets at the front. It was Colorado, so it was oftentimes quite cold mm -hmm. <laughs> standing, standing at the front. But it was it was a really wonderful experience. There were a huge variety of shows, uh, quite a few bluegrass and jam bands um, being bolder. Um, but there are also comedians film festivals, weddings, and my favorite, the indie rock bands. Okay. Oh, so are, are you a music and arts type of person? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. I think at one point, um, because they also had a connection to the Fox Theater, uh, there was a month there that I remember having either worked or attended 33 shows in 30 days. Uh, so it was quite an experience. <laughs> Very dedicated. What was Paul like back then? Oh, um, well, you know, Paul, he's ex always extremely personable. Um, and of course, at the time, too, inquisitive, knowledgeable, mm -hmm. funny. He's definitely a great guy to know. How, how did the pair of you realize that you were both back, you know, reunited, if you will, at IT services? And uh, did you remember each other? Yeah, well, definitely had a recognition, but, you know, I'm I'm from Colorado and coming to, to San Diego, I I don't know people. I'll, I'll think, oh yeah, sure, they look familiar, but of course they're usually not somebody that I know. So the fact that this time in a video, um, <laughs> a Zoom meeting, where uh, later on, um, like, did you work at the Boulder Theater? I think Paul reached out to me and, okay. and asked me that. It was definitely so random. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, before before we get little further in time you have a very uh extensive linkedin page and you know when you're actually when you're on the podcast it's sort of like talking to the police anything on your linkedin can and will be used uh <laughs> so you'd have a good a good line in there um you worked at a i guess it's a now defunct national chain but what was <laughs> it and what kind of services did you provide I did. Um, well, I worked at Blockbuster, which was definitely cool, uh, aside from the late fees, of course, <laughs> for the customers. But the late fees, I believe, probably fueled my passion for selling the Game Pass, which Blockbuster had for a while. Um, unlimited games for 30 bucks or something um, per month. Um, but I'm assuming that my incredible sales of the Game Pass probably put Blockbuster out of business because <laughs> They didn't have any more right? <laughs> I was thinking to myself the other day, like our listeners out there that are under 
35 or under 30, they should they're just gonna have to go Google Blockbuster and then Google VHS just to figure out what we're talking about here. Well, luckily, I think there's maybe a Netflix show that is dedicated to Blockbuster that has come out. So they will soon know what what it was all about. <laughs> I guess I guess like you meeting Yellen again, this is like a full circle that Netflix, which I think basically put Blockbuster out of business, is making yeah. a Netflix series. All right, one more thing on your, your LinkedIn. Let's see, you got the master's degree in the mental health or the public health counseling. What did you learn in that program and why did you pursue that degree? Yeah, so I got my master's in clinical mental health counseling. Near the end of the program, I did my internship. It was with DUI, substance abuse, and domestic violence group counseling. Uh, I had a lot of trouble not taking the work home with me, um, so I thought mm -hmm. it best to not go that route. I, I did really enjoy the program and I felt like I, I could have been good at it. I just, I was also working as a student assistant during that time in the registrar office and had started doing more computer work and mm -hmm. was just finding that to be much more aligned with my passion and who I want to be. Um, so that was that was a good transition for me. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll keep going because the follow-up was going to be how you got into IT type job. So yeah, well, okay. So working as that student assistant, um, I was, and then being hired at that same uh, university um, in admissions due to the, I guess, the exhilaration that I find when troubleshooting and mm -hmm. um, my love of making processes more efficient. I kept turning all of my non-technical positions into technical ones until eventually I was recruited over to IITS at Cal State San Marcos. Um, so I went from enrollment management, kind of the technical lead on that side, um, over to, to IITS. And is that kind of how you got into like the kind of the document data management side of, of IT, if you will? Yeah. Yeah, I had, um, when working in admissions at my first more non-counseling non role, non-blockbuster role, um, I had gotten to um, implement ImageNow at the time, which is now uh, purchased by Highland. Um, it's now perceptive content under the Highland umbrella, which is what on base the electronic document management system um, that I uh, lead. That is what I got to do initially. So yes, that is how I transitioned more into that, that IT, IT realm. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, you mentioned Cal State San Marcos. So we're getting closer. How did you finally uh, find your way to the welcoming embrace of IT services? Uh, my, my lead at, or my manager over at Cal State San Marcos uh, asked me to get into the Slack, um, higher ed Slack channel. And the moment, the day that I did, my previous boss at UC San Diego had just posted the position that I'm in now. So it was kind of a bummer for her to ask me to look <laughs> into Slack, but it was, I just loved every, every bit of the job description. It just mm -hmm. sounded like it aligned exactly with what I, I knew um, of OnBase. And uh, I felt like it was a perfect next step for for me um, in my career. Okay. And uh, if, if LinkedIn is to be believed, it looks like by the time this airs, it'll be pretty much exactly three years so with ITS. Yeah. Which, which puts you at March 2020. Can't really think of anything else that would have happened uh, that month. What was that like? <laughs> yeah, she's 
Yeah, um, my first day at UC San Diego was actually the day the world shut down. Wow. Um, so I went into my first day of my, my HR training. I sat at my desk where I could see the ocean and Torrey Pines golf course without even turning my head. And then 15 minutes later, my boss told me to head home and I've been working at home ever since. It was, it was pretty sad. Have you bothered um, going have you bothered going back to Torrey Pine South in the meantime? Uh, I've I've gone. I, I've gone, but it's I do like the work-life balance with working from home. I have two little kids, so doing the the pickup from school mm. such it it's pretty nice to to work from here. What are so in these three years, what are some of the services or projects you've worked on here in IT services? Yeah, so my position, I'm pretty much the technical lead of UC San Diego's Highland Cloud instance of OnBase, um, which is an electronic document management system. Um, I work with the awesome OnBase developers and department admin um, around the campus and on help and help. I would say accomplishments. Our team has been working to develop OnBase as a service over the last few years um, since it was migrated over to the cloud. Mm -hmm. um, I have uh, taken some of the issues I've experienced with OnBase and other, well, back at Cal State San Marcos and found solutions to avoid those issues in our system, such as a new user group security model. And then with uh, working with PRA, uh, our team implemented a document management solution for human resources that we have a couple of VC units using, um, so RMP and Health HR. And then uh, we have more areas that are interested in onboarding. So what used to take uh, HR colleagues four hours to locate documents for one employee now takes about 10 to 15 minutes. So that's been a pretty great, great accomplishment. And I've heard you know, about OnBase the last three to four years. And that sounds like a great you know, achievement that we can reduce this search time to a matter of minutes. So what's kind of, what's like the punchline of what, what the OnBase service does and the value it adds for the HRs and RMPs of the world? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a one-stop shop that you can import your documents in and have, um, there's a web client that anybody anywhere could access um, the documents. Of course, security measures are are implemented around that, but it's just an easy access um, for, for documents um, as well as document retention. So I think that is the big kicker with OnBase is you, you don't just, it's not just a Google Drive where you're putting whatever documents you'd want. It's it's very structured, which also makes the retrieval function a lot easier as well, because there's metadata associated with each one of the documents that you can search on. Okay. In your role working on, on base at IT services uh, for three years, what have you found most uh, exciting slash rewarding? And then the, the follow-up, what has been the most challenging? Well, in, in working with um, RMP, the PRA department, we got the chancellor's record, chancellor signature process, um, and then, of course, human resources into OnBase, uh, which positioned ITS to be able to, to decommission three on-prem systems. Um, so we're hoping to do uh, a lot more of that in the future, um, such as systems um, like IDOCs. Uh, we're going to work towards that. And then... Um, 
One of the challenges, uh, we're going to be uh, migrating the RSC on-prem instance over to Highland Cloud. Um, so we're we're digging into that, getting the requirements um, for that. But I see that potentially being um, a bit of a challenge, um, but an exciting one for sure. And uh, you know, you, men you mentioned the two young kids. So yeah, tell us more what's going on in the personal side of Ashley McMullen. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, I have an incredible husband of nine years. Uh, his name is Sean, and today is actually our nine-year anniversary. So, oh, thank you for spending it uh, with me. Yeah, I felt like <laughs> the podcast interview would be the best way to celebrate nine years. <laughs> uh, we have two kids, um, Adeline and Tate, um, so five and three years old. It's it's a lot of fun. I'm. I played a lot of sports growing up, and now I get to help uh, with coaching my five-year-old softball team, which is adorable. <laughs> do they do they have positions at the five-year-old level? What what position are they? I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of yelling to get back to said positions, but yeah, they they're doing a lot better than I'd imagined. Sorry, Adeline, I didn't have much. Of it. <laughs> All right. What what sports did you play growing up? Oh, um, softball, basketball, volleyball, hockey, lacrosse, snowboarding. I, I did quite a few. Man, yeah, you checked the boxes for the, the Colorado stuff, sounds like. Yeah, there you go. All right, so you got the youth sports. Anything else the McMullen family likes to get into? Yeah, Um. well, I love music, movies, shows. I am a big antique person. Uh, my grandparents owned an antique store in upstate New York. Um, so antiques are definitely one of my greatest passions. And my husband and I have created a little parlor upstairs to display all our antiques and have a have a relaxing environment. To, all right. To give us, well, paint a picture. What, what are like one or two antiques, if you can share with us that, that are in this room or Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so we found this beautiful apothecary cabinet, um, so a glass front and then um, dark, dark wood um, that you open up from the front and we have our little bottles displayed in there. Um, and then my grandparents, of course, they've, they've given me a lot of beautiful treasures over, over the years. Um, so just little glasses from the early 1900s and yeah it's it's really fun yeah sounds pretty cool did not expect that to come up on uh, the current podcast <laughs> i'm continually surprised yep um, <laughs> ashley we appreciate you joining us on the current podcast and uh, sharing your story with us thank you so much mark i sure hope you're enjoying this podcast remember to let your fellow it services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.